funny. Once you've had sex in a Mini Cooper, you can literally have sex anywhere. And Hell no. I've gotten mugged on a fucking lime scooter. Like, <laughs> remember me talking about my flat boobs? Well, ya bitch ain't gonna be flat anymore. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Posy Podcast. We have taken some time off, and a lot has changed in the what, like week, week and a half. In the we week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the week and a half that we haven't filmed, we've missed you guys. We've missed filming. Honestly, I don't know about you, Stoss, but like sitting down, like waking up in the morning on filming days, I get super excited because I'm like, yes, like we can talk about things. Like I know. I like get excited to update you on my life, but I think that the last episode was just so like heavy and it was so serious. And today I'm just like, no, nah, I got to catch you up on like what's happening like all the things yeah, happening in my life I want to hear about you I want to hear what you're up to so this is going to be way more of a casual chat because I'm in a completely different state <laughs> you're in another state physically and I'm in another state mentally and that's where right? we're at right now um yeah today's just gonna be a really chill episode for you guys I mean like Monique's out here wearing a hoodie like that's when you know it's a chill day um we're just gonna be catching yeah. you guys up, like on what's been going on with us um because even though we're still in quarantine I feel like we've lived eight years in three months in a way and we have so much yes. we want to talk about um Stoss, how are how are you doing, Stoss? Because you've you've moved. You went to Miami. You're in Miami now. So yes, I traveled during COVID. I traveled with a mask on. I had this mask on. I had um, my gloves on, hand sanitizer. Traveled through the airport from Virginia to Florida. Um, I'm now in Miami. That's why I got my chain on. I got my hoops on. Living my best Miami life. But um, it's definitely different being here. You know, I'm with my boyfriend, Sebastian, and his mom and his stepdad. So we're all together and it's been super fun. Most people would be like, how is it living with, you know, your boyfriend's parents? But honestly, it's been great. Like they're a blessing. She's amazing. So I know that some people like living with like a mother-in-law or like, you know, your significant other's parents. Yeah. Monique, it's like, me, literally my (laughs) ex-boyfriend's mom was like, my, my ex-boyfriend was Italian, you guys. And his mom was like convinced that I had to give birth on their barn, in their barn, um, to a baby if we ever got married because they birthed the children. It's like, no, that's a whole fucking other story for another day. But I've had my fair share of interesting situations with mother-in-laws. Um, so kudos to you for like <laughs> being able to like do that. Cause I definitely don't think I could be quarantined with like one of my ex's mothers. Um, but knowing your boyfriend yeah. Sebastian, I mean, even like, just like filming this podcast, I'm like, this is interesting. Like I'm going to be talking about some things and they're like right outside, <laughs> but you know, gotta do what you gotta do. It's okay. She's chill though. She's really yeah. cool. The first time we met is actually like a really funny story. So this was, this was at the peak 
of my alcoholism. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know <laughs> this about me, but if you don't know my past with partying, go listen to our episode, Is Drinking Really Worth It? You'll see that I was a psycho binge drinker. I had like crazy issues and would drink a lot and it was not a cute time. Now I'm sober, but um, yeah, during this time, Sebastian and I would go out every single weekend to all the clubs in LA, like we'd go to bars, whatever. So she comes to LA to visit from Miami and she's like, let's go to Vegas. They used to live in Vegas. So she wanted to visit her old Yo. friends and fa- like their, their like friend, I love family her friends. Yes. And then we went to the Las Vegas Strip. She got us a really nice hotel. And the first time I'm basically meeting my boyfriend's mom is us driving four hours in the car to Vegas. Like, that is an interesting... That's such an interesting situation. Normally, you go to dinner. Yeah. Normally, it's like an hour dinner. yeah, you go to, like, an hour dinner, you go to, like, brunch, go walk in the park or something, like, normal. Go walk in the park. <laughs> Have you met a mother-in-law, like, in a park? Like, go walk No, but in something, park. like, more normal, okay? Like, go to freaking Target before you, like, hey, let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. Like, yeah, I love so that. we do that. So it was fun, but um, I was basically, like, blackout drunk, like, the whole weekend. So (laughs) that was, like, a super cute time um, being with her when I'm, like, taking, like, a water bottle full of vodka to the face, like, partying. We went to this hotel called The Palms, and they had a new um, club that was open, so we wanted to check it out. It was called Chaos, and that (laughs) night was fucking chaos. Was fucking chaos chaos because we paid we wait in this long ass line we pay 30 to 40 dollars to get in we get in the club and this like person tries to steal um Vanessa his mom's bag and because she's like cool and she's like down to party with us like she wasn't drinking or anything but she was like down to dance and like have a good time so she was like in the club with us someone tries to steal her stuff then I noticed that my phone and my debit card are now missing so I'm like drunk have to go leave the club outside she's helping me call my bank um like call SunTrust and then we're like hi like we have a reported like missing debit card like a whole situation while I'm just in the middle of Vegas and never got it back and that was like the first her first impression of me I'm like good I'm glad I'm a hot mess (laughs) you know what though everybody's been mugged you know I fucking been mugged three times so you know, yeah, really have. No, I really have. That like literally, we were saying we we're like we need to make a whole episode about like Monique's muggings. <laughs> yeah, like Monique's mug stories because like you are crazy. You have you have gotten some serious shit like handed Dude, to you. Dude, I've gotten mugged on a fucking lime scooter. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> on a lime scooter. No, oh my yeah, god, I, I had a guy. I would have paid off. money to see that. To be honest. <laughs> that's a story for a whole other day um but but that's yeah that's what's happened to me in quarantine we're now we're now here in miami we've we've been just hanging out it's been great um it's funny though because 
the last time I met her too, like I could tell that we were gonna, we were gonna vibe and that we were gonna be like close because it was Christmas. I decided to come here for um, Christmas instead of going to Virginia. And so I'm in Miami for the first time and she gives us these like really cute like Christmas onesies to wear as like the whole family, like her cousins, her sister, like Sebastian's family. Um, and she gives it to me and I was super insecure because I'm like super flat chested. Like I have like no boobs at all. And um, this is like a very tight onesie and all these Latina women, they're like beautiful because they have like big boobs, big butts, like look fucking fire and there's just me like no boobs and I'm like okay and she literally comes in and gives me a Victoria's Secret bombshell bra and she's like helping me put it on and she's like you look sexy like yes queen and I'm like what yes we stand Vanessa Vanessa was out here like trying to help you like we stand her honestly I stand her her. I know that is not the typical like you know that movie monster-in-law with like J-Lo and Jane Fonda where she's like an evil ass bitch if you haven't seen that movie like go watch it it's so funny but it's not that situation which I know a lot of moms can't be so I'm thankful you're so lucky (laughs) <laughs> I know there's probably gonna be women like listening to this being like damn I wish <laughs> I wish I, I had a Vanessa get you a Vanessa honestly I know get you a Vanessa that's when you know he's the one if you got a Vanessa in your life because people cannot be in relationships if you don't get along with the parents like if oh, you don't no. get along with the it mother and daddy it makes your life just so much harder and like I remember when Sebastian and I first started dating, he was like, you know, like, if they don't, I was like, what if they don't like me? And he's just like, if they don't like you, that's not going to change how I feel about you. Like, I'm still going to like you. I'm still going to want to be with you. But I know for me, like, I care, obviously, what my parents think. And I think it just makes your life so much easier if you can all get along. Yeah. Honestly, I love my mom so much, but I'm really fearful that she will be like a monster in law to whoever I decide to marry. <laughs> no, not not like crazy though, but I just feel like she will be like kill them if they like try to hurt me. Like she will hunt them down oh, and protective. like ruin their life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Of course. laughs> yeah, um, I I mean I get that. My mom my mom is funny. She uh she cares too she likes to give her opinions but I think that's like every mom honestly yeah my mom's also very vocal like one of my exes she did not like and she would straight up like probably tell him like if he asked like she would be like no I don't like him yeah she I feel like she has higher standards for me than I have for myself (laughs) That's, that's how it should be though that's a good thing but I just got lucky in the fact that she's just like a cool a cool mom and she's super fun and like very loving like we'll always hug and stuff and we we get along so it's been good but how has it been for you in quarantine what has changed since I've talked to you I know that you have like this whole glow up situation that you're waiting for you've been changing you've decided that shit's happening for you well Um, Okay, so at the beginning of quarantine, when quarantine started, I was mainly focused on like obviously getting our podcast up and running, things like that. And also, um, I was finishing my studies 
during yes, the beginning uh, of quarantine. she educated. Yeah, you guys, I finished my studies, should be getting my degree in like the next month. Um, Yay. So excited about that. So I really like just poured like a lot of time into that. And then when I finished my online classes, um, this last week, I've kind of just been at like a very weird, like, place like mentally because I mean I think anybody who like just like graduates is just like all right what's next but especially during the pandemic you're like where am I going what is my life yeah and it's super weird because like I also it's not like I like just came out of like doing schooling like I also have like work experience you know obviously Mm -hmm. because you guys don't know I like left school full-time to like work full-time um and so I was just at a really weird place like last week where I was really going back and forth in my head like okay quarantine like realistically jobs are going to start hiring in like two weeks from now realistically do I want to go from like being quarantined in my house to like basically be quarantined in an office in downtown LA for like the rest of the summer and the rest of the year maybe you know and hell no hell no one wants to work corporate to no. anymore everybody <laughs> wants to work for themselves want to work for myself <laughs> literally though <laughs> like mike move, <laughs> mic move. Yeah. Um, no it, it's so real this has changed quarantine has changed the way that everyone views corporate life we used to like work and work and work 50 hours for a paycheck, get your paycheck, get your paycheck over and over and over again, like a cycle on this little rat race. And now everyone's like, oh no, maybe I actually do enjoy being able to FaceTime that friend I haven't talked to in forever. I enjoy being able to sleep in, do yoga, meditate, read a book. Like it's just really changed like what we value and have made us realize like we have been working very hard for little benefits. Yeah, it's kind of like, I feel like, like beforehand, I was in like a rat race. And now I'm like in a very, very slow turtle run. Like, that's how I feel right now. And it's like, I think I I finally have like all my my two best friends have like nonstop heard me like talk about this the last two days. I'm the type of person who has to like plan out my year. I don't know about yeah, you guys, same. but, like, if I don't yeah. have, even if it's, like, literally, like, my plans will change or anything, I need to have a plan, like, a year plan, yeah. year, because, or else I'll go crazy and I, like, won't work as hard as I should be working, mm-hmm. and so I kind of just realized that, like, this next year, like, once quarantine is, like, officially over, you know, I really want to work for myself. And I want to, I work in marketing, so there's a lot of freelance jobs that I can do, you know? Yeah, you could work with, like, different brands. Exactly. I can work, like, my plan is, like, I will work with smaller startup brands and do marketing for them, um, which is very easy for me. I know a lot of people who do it, it, it's not, like, a big deal. Like, it's not, like, hard. It's hard, yes, but it's not, like, crazy, like, I've never done this, you know, like, I've worked with brands independently, things like that. Like, I very much so know I can do it, Um, and so that's kind of going to be my plan for this year is I'm going to work remotely for brands that I also care about. I think when I moved out to LA, I, I said that I really wanted to work more with, like, sustainable brands, and yeah. a little bit less with, like, fast fashion and luxury fashion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now I'm going to be able to do that. 
And that's fucking right. awesome. Like who doesn't want to do marketing for brands that they really believe in, you know, and really grow. Well, I think it translates to the people who are listening to this. It's like, how has this changed the way that you view corporate life and your job? Like, I feel like now companies see, oh, people can work from home and have like a better work-life balance. Like people could be working like two or three days in the office and then two or three days, you know, at, at home or, for you or me who are like into content creation and like communications, like it would be such a blessing to be able to work for yourself, make money and like figure it out here and there and have the flexibility versus, you know, working for a huge corporate entity or, you know, a, a business that's not your startup. Exactly. But I think, I don't know about you, but like when I moved to LA nine, 10 months ago, I really moved here because I knew that eventually I wanted to work for myself and I knew that the place that I could make that a possibility was LA. Yeah. Like LA is the fucking place of like dreamers, like big dreamers and people who are starting things and things like that. And I knew that like moving here that I wanted to do that. And last year I think I got stuck in a very like rut of like Me too. Yeah, like, why is someone calling me right now from La Cunata? Um, sorry. This guy has been, like, nonstop calling me, and I've been ignoring his fucking messages for, like, days. Ew, oh my gosh, wait, do not cut this out. I want to know. <laughs> Give us the tea. Who's, what boy? This guy I literally have known for, like, six years, and he, like, keeps flirting with me and hitting me up. And, like, an idiot, I gave him my phone number. And now he, like, is calling me. And I'm like, dude. First of all, he no, he's calling me because he's like, let's hang out. Let's hang out. Like, what are you doing right now? Like, I'll pick you up, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, we're still in quarantine. Like, like, okay, first of all, you sound desperate. Like, stop. Second of all, if I wanted to hang out with you, like, I would have. Or I would. You don't need to keep hitting me up. Like, it's annoying. And I know he's just trying to, like, have sex with me in the back of his car. Like, I don't want to have the b- sex with you in the back of your Honda accent. Like, I don't fucking want to. You're not even like- <laughs> No, listen. I'll be the first to say, like, I- yes, I am missing the S-E-X. Okay, quarantine has been difficult, folks. But, like, I'm I don't not know trying. How people, I don't know how people are single right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to have sex with you in your Honda accent. And if you are watching this, stop calling me from La Kenyatta. <laughs> it anywho <laughs> oh my god wait okay let's talk about this really quick have you had sex in the car before <laughs> like of course I okay. used to have a mini there's cooper. certain people who have it i used to have a mini cooper and once how the had fuck sex, do you do it in a mini cooper that is small oh honey once you've had sex in a mini cooper you could literally have sex anywhere like, let me tell you something. I must, I could be an acrobat. Like, I should go join Cirque du Soleil. Because... If you don't put that as the teaser, I'm pissed. I can't. You did not just say that. I honestly, I, I feel like you have many talents. Um, I 100% empathize with you for being abstinent i am not but i will say (laughs) (laughs) but i will say that doing it when there are 
parents in the house is an interesting experience. <laughs> uh, do you feel like you're back in high school, kind of? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. See, I like – I don't know. Okay, no, honestly, though, I have – I'm not going to lie with you guys. I definitely have had a intercourse during quarantine. You have? Yeah. Like, okay, everyone's going to get COVID. Fuck all of you, though. Like, all of you, everybody is so annoying with this. Okay, first of all, the person I have been, I'm, like, going to out, okay, it's literally my neighbor. Like, I've been, I, like, I've had sex with my neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) I I literally don't even care, like, whatever. No, Um, who cares? And I know that he this person hasn't left their house because I can see the back of their house from my, So like, you make sure that like, he doesn't, how does he buy it? Like what if he's going to like, the grocery store? Well, like, no, so listen, so he left for like, at the beginning of quarantine, I hung out with him like when quarantine kind of just started. And then I saw that he <laughs> left his house and I, so I like literally texted him and I was like, I'm not seeing you for like at least 14 days. Like you left your house. And he was like, oh, maybe oh. please, like, I want to see you, you know? And I was like, Yeah, no, and you're sorry. like, you're like, not until you stay in that house, I can see your car. And so, like, a week and a half have ago. Have you guys, so have you in this, okay, have you and the neighbor had relations before COVID? Or were you like, I just, he's down, I'm down, I'm bored, like, let's do it. Kinda, like, we kinda did. Okay. So, but this is strictly like a you're convenient because you're next door and we are in a apocalypse pandemic situation. Yeah. Oh, for okay. sure. Okay. Is definitely he cute? Not. I don't know anything about this neighbor. Okay. Like, this is like, news to me. He's like cute, but he's not my type. Like, t- like I would not date this person, you know? Okay. He's not dateable. No, he's not dateable. He's totally just like uh, friends with benefits, but he's honestly really okay. nice, like really fun. I think we're both on the same page with it. So yeah, it's cool. You both know the vibe is just because like you can't go anywhere else. Yeah, honestly, I was just kind of like losing my mind a bit. I'm a very like open person who you know what like everybody needs sex. Like I needed to. If you want to have sex, have sex. Like whatever. Um, but anywho, (laughs) back to wait. I need to know more about the neighbor. I need more of an update. There's okay, literally wait. not more of an update, though. Like, I had sex with him, like, a week and a half ago. Um, <laughs> that's about... I love how you guys... Everyone's gonna know now. <laughs> like, when's last when he gets... Um, that's, like, the most update, though, like, I have about the situation. Yeah. I love that for you. I'm glad you're not, like, completely celibate. I'd be, I'd be sad for you. Yeah, no shame in your game, girly kid. <laughs> I support you 100%. And, um... Yeah, the only... The only really... The only really safe place for me currently is the shower because you can turn on the Netflix, you turn on the shower, and then the shower, <laughs> the rainfall of the shower. I'm doing like dance moves. <laughs> That's it. Because honestly, I already was blackout drunk. I don't need that reputation too. Yeah, she, she she's. She, but oh my gosh, no. But 
I think if you can have sex during quarantine, you should take advantage of it. If you got a hot neighbor out there, ladies, and you see <laughs> that he, like, ain't leaving his home, make a damn move. If you're, like, you have a dog and you're walking the dog, look cute while you walk the dog. You know, dress up. Get his attention. Fuck, I don't care if you have to get, like, chalk and start drawing outside on your front lawn to get his attention, you know? Like, hi, it's the CDC calling. <laughs> yes, um, I'd like to report your podcast for spreading information that's actually increasing your chances of COVID-19. I don't like, like oh, oh my god. god. People are, li- okay, no, literally people in California are crazy. Like, you guys know, I have not been, like, anywhere. Like, I've literally been, like, homebound, except for my neighbor's house. Yeah, you really haven't left your house. Um, but, like, I know he's not going anywhere. Like, I know he's not seeing anybody. Yeah. So, there's it's really... Fine. Yeah, it's fine. And at this point, they're getting a little bit less strict with restrictions and stuff. Do you use protection? Well, yeah. I'm not trying to get fucking pregnant. Okay. (laughs) Uh, No, of course. Of course. We need, need, like, a condom company to sponsor us. Can we please, in an episode, talk about condoms? Because I would like to discuss. Oh, I have so much I would like to discuss. Okay, maybe next episode. Maybe next episode. But, but continuing on our catch-up, sorry, we got sidetracked. Sorry, we got sidetracked real quick. Um, continuing on my catch-up, catch-up. Besides, <laughs> besides your cool neighbor, um, you also are glowing up because you've had a lot of time to make some decisions. Let's talk about maybe your decision to not move forward with something. Yeah, so um, I haven't talked to her. I love how I have to, like, debrief her. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um, So with – so there's something – yeah, I wanted to talk about this on Pausey today. Um, So if you guys don't know, which maybe some of you don't actually know this if you're watching. So about two years ago, I launched an online magazine called Rebel Femme. Um, Yes. I launched it – Because you're a boss bitch like that um I launched it on my 20th birthday I threw like a whole ass launch party like all by myself um and it was she literally had a magazine you guys like she was literally an editor-in-chief of a magazine that she made (laughs) herself from scratch and poured her heart and soul into my that is a money into (laughs) and Um, all of her dollars all of my dollars but um yeah so I had an online magazine it was for like women it was all about feminism body empowerment things like that and when I started Rebel Femme, I was at, like, a very low point in my life. I was very sad. I was dealing with depression. I was going through a breakup. I was going through a friend breakup. Like, I was going through a lot, you know? I was probably the lowest yeah. I've ever been. And starting Rebel Femme for me really was, like, it was kind of like a personal diary in a way for, like, the whole Yeah, it was, like, an outlet for you. Yeah, and so I ran Rebel Femme for about a year, and then when I moved to LA, I started to kind of stop putting as much effort into it, and I stopped kind of like posting as much and keeping up with it as often, and I was going really back and forth, actually, in like the beginning of quarantine, if I wanted to relaunch Rebel Femme or like what I wanted to do with it. And I think I find it was not an easy decision. Like I was like very upset. I was very scared to make this decision of what people were going to think. And just so many aspects, there's so many things to consider. Um, But moving forward, I have decided not to continue with Rebel Femme. Yeah. 
And so basically the reason for that is like, I feel like when I started Rebel Fem, like I said, was in the bad place. And in a way, I feel like Rebel Fem like healed me. Yeah. So many ways that many people won't understand. Like I was pouring so many of my emotions into these articles Mm -hmm. and it's like some people might look at this and be like, oh, she's giving up on something. And I don't look at it like that at all. No, not at all. I mean, I know at the beginning of us even starting to talk about doing this podcast and how we really wanted to create like, you know, this community of people. Um, you were talking about how you wanted to launch, relaunch your magazine, and we wanted to put Posse on your site and actually like piggyback off of that brand. So you had told me this was like February or something, and you were like, March 15th is the date. Like, March 15th, it's happening, and I'm doing it, blah, blah, blah. And you're a very, very organized, highly skilled person, you guys. She's good at Illustrator, Photoshop, really good with graphic design and editing and just like pushing out content. Like, you, you are very, very much a content creator. And I don't think it's a lack of like drive, ambition, organization, focus. I just think you outgrew it. And like, as women, that happens. Like we have different phases of who we are and and what we want. And I just think this is honestly just another medium for you to spread your same message, which is for you to be an advocate for women and, uh, you know, be a feminist. But I think that it's just, you've changed and that's okay like, it is okay to change. Like, as women, sometimes we want to wear a turtleneck and a blazer and talk about uh, injustices in the, just, you know, in the world. And then and sometimes then we sometimes... just want to talk about fucking our neighbors. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, no, I totally, that, I mean, exactly what you're saying is exactly how I felt. I feel like I had co- accomplished what I needed to accomplish with Rebel Femme, and I, outgrew it but at the bottom of my heart I still believe in those messages that I was trying to send and I feel like I am a rebel fan like at most now and if anything I feel like you know I'm still portraying those messages on my Instagram and on our podcast you know so now just who you are as a person yeah now I've just found new ways to portray that rebel fan will always be a part of me it's always something I'm going to be super proud that I did like who the hell can say that they yes you should party in Paris at 20 like not many people yeah you know and had like a team and so very proud of that but I'm also happy to close this chapter and to move on to different you know things that I've wanted to do there's so many things I want to do for example you know I'm I'm happy that you got to have that closure and I'm happy that you like made the decision because I know it was kind of weighing on you of like what you were going to do back and forth and sometimes the sitting in the unknown is worse than like letting it go like that just got deep but it's true like sometimes being in the unknown and not knowing like what you're going to do with something is just so much harder than just to like make the decision to move on so good for you for making that decision i'm happy you have that closure and i'm really excited for you to use all of your amazing skills for posi (laughs) (laughs) yeah no also another thing is too i mean there were so many aspects to consider it was also like time it's taking it takes a lot of time time is money home dog it takes a lot of time to run a magazine it was also a lot of stress like there was many other factors Um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy with my decision. You know, the next year I think for me will be 
you know, working remotely, traveling a lot, traveling as much as I possibly can. You guys know yes. if you follow me on social media, I fucking love to travel. Like yeah. I love to be in Bali. I love to be in Costa Rica. I want to go to these places. I want to see the damn world. Yeah. And I know. And it has made people who love to travel. Like I love to travel as well. Obviously I traveled during COVID to come to Miami. Uh, yeah. But like <laughs> that was different circumstances. I feel like, you know. It is, but it's also just, like, it's, it's, it's just, like, for those people who love to travel, I feel like being in quarantine has made it that much more difficult because it's, like, all you can think about is all the places that you want to go, and it's, like, really made everybody realize, like, I better go see these places and do these things as soon as we come out of this so that if something ever like this happens again, I'm, I didn't, like, miss out on that opportunity. So I 100% am, like, on your safe wavelength of, like, I need to travel. I kind of want to work more for myself. Um, And on the midst of your glow up as well, like, I want to talk about the more external surface level things we've been talking about. Because you were like, I'm sick of my blonde hair. And I'm like, what? And everybody's like, Monique, what? Like, you are, like, known for your iconic blonde hair. And you're like, I'm done with it. Like, I'm yeah, getting rid of it. you guys, I have like massive. Okay. Besides the internal glow ups. Yes. Those are great. Whatever. The external glow ups though. Like when shit opens back up, you're not even going to recognize this girl. Bitch okay. wants to be high, but she already <laughs> high, but she said, I want to be a different type of high. Well, you know what though? Okay. Yeah. I've had blonde hair. First of all, if you don't know, I've been bleaching my hair for 10 years. Blonde. 10 years. 10 I'm 21 That's crazy <laughs> um and I've decided I've always wanted to dye my hair brown I think now after quarantine quarantine has taught us we need to do what we want to do go after things try new things mm-hmm. and so the minute quarantine's over like I've been growing out my hair so much like that's why I'm wearing a I have no product on my hair or anything right now having a bad hair day but it's okay she healthy it's fine um you're not having a bad hair day Oh, I am, but, uh, (laughs) no, I just, I, you know, after quarantine's over, I want to dye my hair brown. I want to try that. That's something I want to try. I feel like it's going to make me get out of my shelter. Um, it's going to make me try new things with style. I want to explore my style. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. Yeah. No, literally (laughs) imagine we do a 180. Um, it would be crazy. I want to, you know, I want to change my style. You guys all know I love fashion. I feel like I haven't really been able to do much with my fashion in a quarantine yeah um, we've been stuck. your girl's gonna get damn lip injections because she's wanted it Period. for four years uh can't wait to get the nails back too um oh don't talk to me about nails like i can't <laughs> but yeah i feel like right now i'm at this point in quarantine where i'm like over the slump i feel like i was in a weird little sad phase last week I'm over the slump I'm at the point now where I'm like ready to go like I'm ready to start living my life again and I'm excited and I'm slowly making while I'm in quarantine I'm slowly prepping to do that you know I'm like working out more you know I'm prepping my finances like all these things so that when quarantine is over I can like truly live my life to the fullest and well, that's good. I'm just spending money like like it's never ending. 
I just bought nine pairs of shoes for no reason (laughs) to the point where I don't know when I go back to LA in August, if they're going to fit in my suitcase. Oh, That's how I'm coping. It's okay though. But you know, we all go through phases of quarantine and stuff. I just feel like (laughs) I'm at this point now where I'm like, I can't mope. I can't sit. Monique, you literally cannot sit around anymore and mope and like watch Netflix. Like you need to get your shit together so that you can live your best life after this. Yeah and um yeah i'm definitely on that same wave of living your best life and glowing up well girl you you got some like you got some news for us you know like don't act like you don't have a a huge deal a huge glow up like on the myths um i want to hear all about this because i don't think anybody i don't think do people know or is nobody knows really like like two people know um yeah guys so remember me talking about my flat boobs well your bitch ain't gonna be flat anymore she getting a boob job i cannot wait i'm so excited you can't like I, i can't even describe to you i am so excited so it's in less than a week from now i have the best doctor it took me a while to pick him but i have the best doctor and he's incredible and i'm so excited it's gonna be in literally less than a week from now i have like six days until i'm getting it done it's something i've wanted my entire life and i know that it's controversial i know that people are gonna say things i know people have opinions about it but i don't give a fuck like i literally don't give a fuck i this one is like way 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 bigger than this one and you can't really tell people not listening do you mean your left (laughs) for people not watching you mean your left or your right Oh, sorry for people not watching me grab my boob on screen right now. Um, I need to tell you that my left boob is way larger than my right boob. So I have to get this special operation done that women who just get boob jobs can't even, like, I can't even just do that. Like, it's actually an extra $750 to get this thing, like, specifically done for me. And I'm going to have a whole YouTube series documenting what I go through because it is a really big deal. So if you want to go to Sebastian Stas, it will be there. Sorry, plug. But it's, I'm going to be showing you guys, like, inside the doctor's rooms like all about them moving my actual nipple like it's like a whole situation but I do want to just announce that I am doing it and I'm really excited and I just this is something I've wanted for so long and now is the perfect time because it's like I have the time to heal properly I have the time to really take the time to really take care of myself and make sure that I'm not like, okay, better get this done, take vacation time and be back at work Monday. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's actually, I'm going to be taken care of in Miami with, um, with Sebastian and his parents, which is so funny that I'm literally like, hey guys, I'm here in Miami, by the way. Third time you meet them, I'm going to get a boob job. Yeah. Like the first um, time I'm like losing my phone. The second time I'm like being given a push-up bra. The third time I'm like I'm changing my boobs. Like how Vanessa nice loves evolution, me like she does. Though, you know? 
Um, I'm super excited for you. I mean, like when, when you told me, I was like, yes, just because like, I know that this is something you've like wanted to do for a long time. And I'm also so, yeah, if you're friends with me, you know that this is something I've talked about since I was like legit 12, like probably younger. And I waited so long. Like, I feel like I've waited a long time because I'm going to be turning 24 in October. And I was like, you know what? They're going to grow. They're going to grow. My, my grandmother has huge ass boobs. She was like, they'll grow. They'll grow. Don't worry. They'll grow. Bitch, they never grew. So (laughs) honestly though, like, I think you're smart. Like I trust in your decision. I think you trust in your decision. You've taken many years to think about this. This isn't like a, like, like this has been in a long time in the making, like how I feel with my lips. This is the same thing, how you feel with your boobs, you know, like you've really thought about this. You've probably, I'm sure you've watched all the videos you see. You've scoured the internet at boobies. You've looked at so many different types of boobs. I'm aware of the risks. I got a packet, excuse me. I'm aware of all of the risks. I got a packet that was this thick from my doctor and I had to go through every single thing of like what could happen it's horrible by the way the things that could happen but and I'm aware of breast implant illness and all these things but everything's a risk in life everything's a risk in life um going in the car is a risk so I'm just like I want to live life I want to be happy with my decisions and I really trust this doctor. I love him. He actually has done girls that I know. Um, someone in Sebastian's family has gotten them done with, um, with him and I love hers and, you know, I'll get into all the details on YouTube, but I, I just can't believe it's finally happening and it's just such a big change. Like it's going to be so different for me to feel confident, like in a bathing suit, in dresses, on camera, like being able to take photos and not feel like insecure, you know? Yeah. But yeah, like boobs, just boobs are so like boobs are boobs. Boobs are so fucking sacred. And it's like, we deserve to love our boobs. Like I love my boobs, but one day I might want to get a boob job and I just totally respect your decision with it. I think if anybody tries to come for you and give you hate about it, like you're being honest about it. It's not like you're hiding the fact that you're getting it done. You know, like celebrities will hide no. like the fact that they're getting cosmetic I'm not going to just like post a picture with my huge boobs now. Well, I'm not even getting them that huge, but like I'm not going to just post a photo on Instagram and be like, Miami and like <laughs> not talk about it, you know? And, like, like all of a sudden I your boobs are like... If Plastic surgery is something that you're comfortable with, you've wanted for a long time, you can afford it, and you have really thought this through, and it's a decision that you have a support team behind you, then do it. Like, I just feel like life is too short to not just be, like, 100% happy, and it has nothing to do with me not, like, loving myself, because I do. I've put a lot of work into loving myself. It's not because of something my partner wants. He could care less. Like, it's just for me. It's always something I've wanted, and that's it. I think Sebastian's going to be so support. I can just see him, like, taking care of you, like, after this. Like, I'm sure these YouTube videos will be him, like, freaking out, like, trying to make sure you're okay and you just being, like, drugged up. Like, I'm a fine. I'm fine. I just want to watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sebastian, be like, do you need anything? Like, do you want some water? Like, do you need He's food? so cute. He's so sweet. You guys will have to see, like, the videos of him, like, in the doctor's office with me. (laughs) 
Um, I'm super happy for you. Like I said, it's something you want to do. I think this next year is going to be a good year for us, you guys. I'm going to manifest that shit. Um, I think it is. Uh, who, and also, who knows, with your new boobs, like, girl. I mean, with my new boobs, the possibilities are endless endless possibilities y'all might see me post it up like on OnlyFans. you might see me post it up on all these websites time to get my bag time to get my coins time to travel like are you guys against OnlyFans? are you like yes i want to know i oh my god there's so much i want to know about with OnlyFans. so much more we want to talk about do you guys want to should we uh give a spoiler alert at our next uh next episode I mean, we're going to be talking about OnlyFans in full detail because when I told, um, when I told Monique about my boob situation, uh, I told her, I was like, you know what? I am strongly considering it. Like, I am really considering, like, making one. Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, completely, like, nude or anything. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I have my family who, like, if they hear this, they're going to be like, what the actual fuck? (laughs) But from conservative virginia but you know what i'm i've been thinking about a lot of things lately who knows who knows what who knows if uh, we're gonna discuss in full detail on our next episode our opinions on OnlyFans. yeah okay you guys thank you so much for listening to today's episode don't forget to like comment follow us on instagram and if you're listening on anchor thank you so much and we will see you guys next week with another episode bye you guys see you later bye